Pac-Man Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Taylor. This is my co-host, Brooks McCordy. And today, <clears throat> we got some topics for you. Kind of lo- lost my voice this week. I was sick for like a week. So I'm like a little scratchy. Yeah, you sounded rough though. The yeah, day. I did. I was like, it sounded like I was going through puberty again. Yeah. Hi, guys. I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was born fully pubescent. <laughs> okay. Um, um, so I actually, I had a talk. One of our employees was having like a personal ordeal. Ordeal. Not a personal ordeal. Um, they're going through like a, a long, yeah, like a large personal uh, thing that they had never gone through before. And we were talking about it seriously and like I was kind of talking to them and giving them some advice. And, um, and uh, we were talking about like we were talking about so he, he had a friend that passed away right and he was talking to me about how to get through it and we've had a lot of friends in the military I've had yeah. a lot of friends post-military you know I've lived a very fast-paced life and when you live fast-paced life with fast-paced friends like a few of them were bound to fall off along the way yeah it's just part of it yeah we've definitely been been through the ringer in that in that, in that subject yeah and so we, he was asking me about it when we were talking and um <clears throat> and uh, I was like you know for me like I choose to have faith because uh, I can't prove it whether it exists or doesn't exist, and um, it just makes me happy to think about there being an afterlife, and to each their own. And then we were talking about being, you know, uh, like optimistic versus pessimistic. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, I, I I grew up like a very pessimistic person, like that's how my family was, and um, that's how you know how I grew up, and like now I'm I'm pessimistic. And he was asking me how to become optimistic from pessimistic. And I was like, that's actually a great question. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Right. So my theory on it, <clears throat> my theory on it is that like, if you're an optimistic, if you're an optimistic person and you want to become, or if you're a pessimistic person and you want to become an optimistic person, the way that you do that is by setting, going through your life and setting goals and then following through on those goals over and over and over again. And when you do that, it allows you to like look at life from a different perspective because you look at something with like a, a thread of evidence behind you that says, I can do this. I can do this. I just need to break it down into goals and small manageable tasks and yeah. I can get it through. And that teaches you to be like, okay, well, why wouldn't I be able to do that? Because I've done all these other things. But if you've never accomplished anything, it's very easy to be like, I can't do that. That's impossible. You know. Right. So to me, like the more things that you do, the more things that you try and do and succeed at, the more optimistic you will be by nature, I think. I agree. I mean, I think it's all relative as well. Like, I hear I hear what you're saying for sure. Mm-hmm. And but what I thought when I first thought of it was, how do I go from being pessimistic to being optimistic? I don't really see it that way. I feel like it's just a state of opinion. It's, it's like a state of mind that is can vary from day to day. I'm not always going to be an optimist. I, sure. I try to be an optimist every single day, but that's what I'm. That's all I'm trying to do is I'm trying to be an optimist every single day. I mean, and I'm pretty optimistic, and you know that. Yeah. yeah. But like, but I mean, if someone told me my freaking uh, dad had cancer, I wouldn't be like, "Well, circle of life." Yeah. You know what It'd I mean? Be very I'd be pessimistic. I'd be pretty. Yeah. Negative. About Half it. glass full kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be pretty yeah. negative about it. Yeah. Uh, well, but, so yeah. I'd say it's a daily journey, just kind of how you react to the world. It's not more or less a character trait. It's a character trait, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think I think honestly, by nature, some people are obviously like whether it's nature or nurture how they were brought up i don't know 
I think some people are inherently more optimistic than pessimistic. Obviously. I think that's yeah. just part of it. You know, there's also people who have superior physical genetics to me. That doesn't mean that because they have superior genetics to you that you can't work on it and like get to that level. Like what if they never take care of their body and you take care of your body every day? You're eventually going to catch up and, yeah. and outlast them. Same thing with optimism versus pessimism. Like they might have that by nature, but if you try every day to just be like more happy with your thoughts and more pessimistic, the more or more optimistic from then you will become that. It's practice. It's practice. It's yeah. practice. Perishable like, skill. Perishable skill. It's a good way to put it. Everything else. Yeah. yeah, I really like that. It was it was a good thought. Like I, that was a good question for him to ask me. Like, how do you become I, I like that. I enjoyed that. It showed real growth and thought into like into like weighing how you think and how to change that. And right. I feel like <clears throat> and recognizing it. And recognizing it. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people I feel like a lot of people don't don't do that. I feel like a lot of people don't they don't, it's going to sound so weird. A lot of people don't think about how they think. You know what I mean? Like yeah, how I think is how I, I think. That. So that's just it. But if you take time to really think and weigh the pros and cons of how you think, then you can start to like identifying problems. And I, I feel like, you know, sometimes I, 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 you've definitely heard me say, and people have heard me say that like, uh, and we joke about it, that um like going to a therapist or a psychologist is like a soft science, right? Right. And like we joke about it. it but is in a soft rea- science. In reality, <laughs> in reality, I do think there's a lot of benefit to it. It's I think it's by great. definition a soft science, but it, it does help. It does help. Yeah, it does help. Like I think it's great. I think I think because you're thinking about how you think, you're subject to be able to change it. If you never think about it or don't talk about it, then all you're not thinking about that process. So it's just like this is how I think, this is who I am. It's like I'm not thinking about it. You know, yeah, so. it, yeah, it's a big nature be nurture thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say because, I mean, like you and me are inherently optimistic. When we, when in our in our in our formative years, we went through stuff that I would consider would create a pessimistic person. Yeah, absolutely. But we also grew up in a house with our dads. Yeah, and my dad's a psychotic optimist yeah, yeah he's the best yeah and he's the happiest guy out there he's california good old boy same with my dad and then your nothing, dad is just all nothing ha- gets like, him down nothing gets him down <laughs> always, <laughs> always making jokes i i feel like so there that's where the nurture comes into it yeah but i mean but, there are people that are just they're born pessimistic even into yeah that optimist, environment yeah, even same. Into that environment. yeah like i have siblings who are very pessimistic right. about life and they have the same dad that i had exactly you know so again yeah. some things are Nature versus nurture. It's really weird. Like you could go so deep on that concept. Oh, for sure. I would love to, well, if you, in the future once we start having people on. I would love to go deep dive on that yeah, dude, exact I, conversation. Dude, I feel like every single week I have a new guest for us, so we, we got yeah, to get a, get a get list. Ball dude, we should start the list on the whiteboard. Yeah, yeah, start yeah, we'll getting on the list. Yeah, maybe we'll like have a whiteboard back here so people can be like, oh, can you see the boy riding in the background? They're gonna have such and such on. Yeah, I think it'll be better too. Yeah, I, I think it'll be cool. Yeah, we're gonna have some I, good I mean, guests. Like a lot of obviously, like we don't know famous people, but like. I mean, I've got that guy that was on Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Alex Hormozzi? You ready to come onto my podcast? <laughs> Andy Frisella, we're calling you out. Yeah, no, it's good. Denzel? Denzel? Washington, maybe? <laughs> He's got time. <laughs> What's, like, a famous person who has, like, a like a famous actor who has a podcast? Do you know any? Uh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Armchair expert. Uh, the From Chips. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Blonde guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's married to Kristen Bell, right? Dax Shepard? Yes, Dax Shepard. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah, Dax. Anyways, I don't yeah. like enough of shit. <laughs> we, went, we, <laughs> we went off on a tangent there. Yeah. But um, that was good. Um, why is humility important and how do you exercise it? We've talked about that a few times, but we'll talk about it again. Yeah. 
Um, why is humility important? There's time and place to be humble, and there's a time and place to be confident. And I think I think humility and confidence reside together. Mm-hmm. I think you can be humble because you're confident. Yeah. I think you can be prideful and arrogant because you're not confident. So humility comes from confidence, in my opinion. Like, I know that I'll win this fight, so I don't need to be loud and obnoxious and up in your face. Right. Yeah, yeah. I like, I've always been like, I've always loved that. Not slang that like phrase, just like in the military, um, it's always like the SF guys, and they call them quiet professionals. Yeah, yep. I love that. I love, I love that. that. I love that phrase a lot. Quiet professional rings true in a big way for me, just because it's just like I don't want to hear some dude be like, like what? You just look at me. Yeah. You know how good I am at shooting. I'm like, yeah. are you gonna shoot me? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also like it's also like, like um, <clears throat> there's like even if you look at like uh, social media, right? There's guys who have like extreme wealth. And um, and uh, extreme success, and they will like you'll catch them talking or doing like a story, and they'll get into a nice car, right? And, right. and you're like, that's a nice car. That guy's very wealthy, but or you see him walking into his house on like a like it's just like on a story or a snapshot. Like that wasn't the main focus. Yeah. It was just part of like just it was in the- they were had something else to say, and you saw it or caught a glimpse of it. Those kinds of people are are like humble to me, right? They have the success. And then there's the guys who are like, look at me, I'm driving a Bugatti yeah. or a Lamborghini. Like, they're pointing out the thing that they have, and, like, that's not humility. Like, yeah, do you ever watch, like, the Rich Kids of Instagram? Uh, uh, you don't follow that? Uh, Dude, you got to. You got to get It's like a bunch of, like, half of it, I feel like, is, it's a ton of rich kids, right? Yeah. And it's just them doing things that are overtly rich. wasteful, like, rich. Yeah. Like, they'll open, like, a bottle of, like, $300 like, champagne and just pour it down the sink. Ugh. Or they'll, like... Just take a sledgehammer to a Bugatti to oh, break the hood. Heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. funny though. Yeah. But yeah, but but it's like that. Like yeah. it's like they're they're just like, look at all this stuff we have. We yeah. don't even need this champagne. Yeah, I don't I even need that. this. I hate that attitude. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like a, like, you don't need to hide the fact that you're wealthy. Like humility is like I'm not hiding the fact. Yeah, don't that I'm hide like, it. You don't need to hide the fact that you have nice cars or a nice house. Like you don't need to hide that. But you also don't need to point it out and be like, look at this that I bought. Look at this thing that I got. Right. It's like. It, it will come out on the light in its own. I will you do that I mean? with I'll do that with random things that I'm like passionate about. Like yeah. it's like like uh I don't know you just, you'll have to I'll have to show you after the podcast. But like Tim Kennedy posts posted something about him. He, he got a new like little like short short barrel yeah like little thumper rifle yeah yeah uh-huh. and it's sick yeah um, so I would brag about that too. yeah something like that. But he's not out there being like. Saying that he's the best, and this is like, he's like he's like this is what money affords me. Yeah, he's like just, oh, just, I spent ten to just, fifteen thousand dollars on this one gun. And it's, and it's just like guy, yeah, he's probably I mean? just like look at this sick gun that I bought. He's like I love it, but it has nothing to do with the price and tag, it, and it's two minutes long. Yeah, or it's, it's the, the video is like ten seconds yeah. long. It's not like this big long thing. Yeah. Of like let's go through. Look all at the me, details. man! I got this little quartz bear. It's pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Did Withers get that for you at that weird store? No, Erica and I bought this up at Bear Lake. Oh, yeah. Withers got Sarah a skull that looks just like that. Is out of Quartz, yeah, crystal. Yeah. He got, he, when he got me that alligator nice, head. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Look at me and all my cool stuff. I got a sweet record player. I know. I'm just going to, since I can't, I don't really have like a scene or whatever behind me typically, I think just from now on, I'm just going to bring my tomahawk and just hold it just, <laughs> while I talk. Could just put like a little. It's my favorite item that I own. Put like a little version of your to- Toyota Tacoma on the back. Like, see that? I have that. Yeah, or for reels out there. Or just a Hot Wheels one. <laughs> Yeah. This yeah, is uh this is a miniature version of my car. Yeah, this is, cost this, me a lot of money. This is what I got. This is what I got. Yeah. That's so sick. I don't know. Humility um is important and I think humility just is important because um it's not it's not it's not that humility is important, right? 
humility, what people I think say when they're saying humility is important is that like you need to be confident enough that you don't need to be loud. Yeah. Humility is whatever. Like who cares? Like you're, you're, you're humble. That's great. Like you don't talk about the things that you do. That's great. I agree with you. But like, why does that really matter? Because what humble, hum, what they're really saying is that that guy is humble and therefore he's probably confident in all the things that he does. Right. And it's more and that's respectful. It's just less yeah. douchey. Like, less douchey. No one likes overconfidence. Yeah. Confidence is great. I, yeah. I like people like I was talking to some guy today uh, about rifles and stuff. And he mm. really sounded like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's awesome. But he's not sitting here being like, oh, man, you can't shoot like me. You know, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he's just like offering advice and like yeah. talking about different stuff. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. The internet is a wild place. All the things that we see these days, that's gotten there. That like it's so flashy, and people think that that's like the meaning of success is like what the things that you own or that you've purchased is like the determination factor of like what how far you've come. Yeah, but I don't like to demonize like having stuff. Yeah, neither do I. I think it's good to have stuff. I think it's bad to be like I am important because of my stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's cool. You have cool stuff. I agree with you. I love that. But like, I love, cool I love cool having cool stuff. I also have cool stuff. I, I I agree with you. But like, pointing out your cool stuff is not as cool to me as like pointing out like things that made you who you are to get that stuff. Or that being like the thing. Like, I feel like depending on the situation, isn't like the most annoying thing in the world when you first meet someone and go to their house for the first time? They want to give you like a tour of all their stuff. <laughs> it's, it's like, well, why don't we just have dinner first? Yeah, and maybe we look at that house later. It's like, <laughs> no, this is my this is my uh, seventeen car garage. Yeah. Uh, you know, just it's like, uh, it's like uh, okay. what's his name in um in uh, Ragnarok when he's like, behold my stuff my stuff, my stuff. <laughs> yeah and he's got the big 240 bravo yeah. he's so got cool. the he's got the two ars and he's like oh, yeah, oh this one Des and this one troy <laughs> together they destroy <laughs> yeah but yeah it's like that it's like welcome to my home especially when it's like a big nice fancy ass home i just yeah. know that i'm getting the tour and i don't want the tour <laughs> yeah no i respect it like people do work hard and it's cool to like show your stuff with your friends like i'm not demonizing the fact that you've worked hard and are successful and you deserve to, to show people your wins. That's great. I just don't think that you're the, the things that you were able to buy because of your wins are the most important. Like, I think that the people's eyes you've changed. I think that, um, the happiness that you have in your marriage, I think the the cohesiveness you have with your friends and your family, like that's so much, that's so much for me. That's so much more fulfilling. Like, cool. I got a nice truck that I drive every day. Yeah. You know, what's better than that coming home to a sick relationship with my wife. Right. That's dope. You know, like, yeah, I feel like it's more what not what do you leave the world with? What did you leave the world with? Yeah, not what what are you taking with you? Yeah. What did you leave behind? Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's about legacy, right? Like, yeah, you want to have a legacy where if someone remembers who you were fifty years from then, you would want them like to see you in a light that yeah. was like, oh, that person yeah. left a good impact on the world. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's honestly very difficult. Like building this company um, has shed a light on a lot of things in my life. Cause you know, even three years ago, if you would have asked me, I was trying to get into the real estate game. I wanted the financial stuff. Like I wanted those right. financial gains and financial powers. And we um, all want a pool. Yeah, we all want a pool. Like I get it. <laughs> it's, I love, hot, I, it's hot out there. You I know what I'm saying? Pool, I <laughs> but I, but um, <clears throat> the more I've got into it, the more I've thought about it. And it's like, dude, I got, I got probably hopefully like 60 70 plus more years on this life right and um during that time like the car that i drive is going to change frequently the houses will change i'll upgrade you know but like i got one wife who's going to last me all of it as the years go by you get better and better at camping yeah (laughs) you get better at camping (laughs) but like i 
with treacle i used to be in like a rush to get to the money to get to the money but then the more i think about it like the money is going away at some point in my life and i'll give it to my kids i'm sure they'll have extreme success and like you know like you know i'm not actually gonna give it to my kids but you know what i'm saying give it to them while they're alive yeah that's you know yeah that's a whole nother so i can teach them about business yeah. yeah but like the whole point is like all of that stuff is irrelevant if it's not irrelevant, but like if I can change enough people's lives, if we can build a good enough company that breeds good enough employees, that they go out and breed better employees and better employees and change families and change families, then if you look, you know, people might not remember my name 200 years from now, but if we can change, if we can change a thousand employees' lives over the course of our lifetime building Trico, just a thousand. That's a good. All of those thousand people will have their own families, and that's generations changed with good positive attitudes and good positive mindsets and like the skills to build something of worth in themselves and in the world and i feel like that is more invaluable than anything i could buy in this life with cash right you know exactly so that's kind of what i'm shooting for you don't yeah you're not taking any money with you when you die an, an unnamed legacy no right? and, and no one's gonna be like and no one's legacy i feel like is solely that they were rich because i yeah. know i know rich people that are alive i know tons of rich people that are alive but like I can't name you like, a, oh man, he he died like thirty years ago, but he was rich. Yeah, he was I rich. Like, I don't remember. I don't like any even like celebrities. I'm like, yeah, like I've heard, I've heard like, and there's lots of uh, <clears throat> lots of uh, you know uh, influencers who like, or or entrepreneurs who talk about like, they want to they they want their legacy to like change the world and be remembered for generations, dude. They're like the only. You have a few big names like Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, all these people that like have names that lasted hundreds of years beyond their life. Jesus Christ. Genghis Khan conquered half the world, dude. Half of it. Right. He owned half of it. Okay. You ain't conquering half the world. It's undoable in this day and age. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it you crazy? You ain't doing it. So like. It, also, it's crazy that like, like that story of him is like how he. Disgusting. He killed so many people that he changed the. The carbon worst. level. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he changed the degrees of the planet. And that's why we remember him that way. And he's got about a, a million descendants. Yeah. Um, just having kids everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere, dude. Yeah. And same with like Alexander the Great. He also conquered like a large chunk of the world. Yeah. And that's just not happening in this day and age. You're not like, maybe the president could do that. But honestly, at some point, like with the amount of nuclear weapons we have, you would just have to like destroy half of the planet for that to be a possible possibility. Right. And that's not going to happen. So... I think there's honestly there's a real limit on how far your legacy can go. So it needs to stop being about legacy and it needs to be like legacy is good, but also like you need to find fulfillment in this life and and know that the people that you're spending your time with, the the wife, the kids, the friends, that you're setting those people up to also live long, full, right. successful lives. Exactly. Like that will make you feel and they'll have more of an impact. Yeah. 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 Alex Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get I that for sure. That's all I got for today. You got anything? Um I did, but how are we on time, Ryan? Five minutes. Let's get through it real quick. I got. I just had a funny thing to bring up. Not really funny, but um, I woke up in a in a vibe on Saturday, um, and I made a playlist called uh, "Can't Touch This Bitch," um, and, <laughs> and it's and it's all like Hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan. I'm into it. Dude. It's so good, dude. It's so good. We played it at the birthday party on Sunday. It was great. Anyway, awesome. like all yeah, the come cleans, all of that stuff, yeah. all, all the good stuff. Uh, Ashley Simpson. Anyways. But then, as I was, we were like, we were like listening to music and stuff like that. I was like, oh man, well, all of these people 
had a rough go for a little while. Was, yeah. And it's like because they because you get so famous so young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, the Britney Spears situations and the low hands, Paris oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Um but I just wanted to bring up like where do you think it is in the childhood or what do you think it is that is like that inciting incident that like literally it's just like go off the deep end do you think it's because my, my theory is that it's just the inability to know what normal is yeah i think it's the inability to know what normal is and i also think that um i think it's the inability to know what normal is and honestly like i have a hard time now handling the pressure of this many people relying on me and i am a 30 year old adult who has, has gone, had life experience life experience lots of it yeah and lots of things that i've gone through to be like a tough hardened person that's a child and you have your parents who are like you're yeah. our financial income and your sisters right. and brothers who are like jealous of you and mad at you for being famous and getting all of mom and dad's and attention all of the and, world out there. Yep, and your agent and all these people who aren't necessarily telling you but you're still a, an adult not adult but you're still smart enough at 12 years old to know that everyone here is getting fed from your hand right you know like if you don't act they're not getting what they need to survive and like i feel like that's just yeah a lot of pressure just the crazy like it it almost goes i i initially thought when i thought of this little subject i was just like thinking like is it nature versus nurture but i don't think it is like it's literally just that lack of knowing what normalcy is like uh like mike tyson for example was so unbelievably famous and rich by the time he was 17 18 years old like he didn't know what to do yeah he was getting so he was giving away mercedes benz like keys to cars at his birthday party yeah. <laughs> like, like, like he's just like i don't know whatever like, i got a bunch yeah of this is normal right yeah i don't know yeah i think you just lose touch with reality like your child so your reality real world yeah your reality is like what people have fed you it to be so it's yeah. just easy to lose touch it's sad sure. honestly but yeah, anyways, well, I, just, I thought that'd be a fun one to talk about for a second, but it's just because you see it time and time again. With yeah. this, The younger you get famous, I feel like the probability of going through some craziness. Some people come back. I mean, Macaulay Culkin came back oh, like for sure. 40 years later. Yeah, absolutely. He's, that. he's looking pretty good lately. I yeah. think he's looking pretty normal. I mean, Hillary Duff made it through with no hard times. Yeah, she chilled. <laughs> she chilled. She chilled, man. She left the game, though. That's what, yeah. what you got to do. She played it smart. She left. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. with, uh, like, uh, do you know the chick from Even Stevens has a podcast? That's sick. Yeah, you told me that. I yeah, think. yeah, and she's Ren. She, yeah, Ren. She did the same thing. She like left Hollywood and then like went to Harvard and like got married and stuff. And now she has a podcast and they like talk about like all the old Disney shows. And she has like the Lawrence Brothers and like yeah, other yeah, people yeah. like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's they all so come funny. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I gotta watch that. But anyways, yep, I got nothing else for today. That's all I got. Get out of my face. Get out of mine first. <laughs>